Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Gamer Heroes podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Egan, and with me I got Cam Koenig. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Ho! Hey! Hey, uh, you just recently, like, officially came onto the GGKC team. I sure did. Which is exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. Uh, so you'll you'll probably be around here a lot more often, mm-hmm. yeah. and then we've got uh, some stuff in the pipeline uh, that we're excited to announce, uh, hopefully a month and a half from now, yeah. ballpark. Yeah, you know. Uh, so that's exciting, but, uh, you know, last week it was, it was just me and Josh, and we talked about Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. And it was the day after I, I, Apex Legends was announced. It was either announced on Sunday or Monday. I think Monday. you guys were recording the exact day that it was announced and dropped. Okay, that that it was a, it was it was last Monday, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was about a week ago. So uh, we talked about that, and I had said that I was ready to quit Overwatch again because that game's just making me a bad person, and uh, I, I picked up Apex Legends. It's the first battle royale game I've actually sunk my teeth into i've mm-hmm. never seen one i wanted to play which is funny because now when i'm playing with people when they hear that they are shocked like mm-hmm. i have been like not laughed at necessarily but people are just like wait are you serious yeah, like this well, is you so you don't like fortnite like, I, no, I, I feel like i fortnite. feel like that's just kind of a lot of people it, it like fortnite and like PUBG before that and mm-hmm. other stuff before that they've just kind of blown up bigger than yeah. i think anybody really kind of expected them to so, so i think this is the first a, time i've played mm-hmm. like with call of duty players mm-hmm. in years yeah so it's unusual for me like i just don't play modern shooters mm-hmm. overwatch is not a modern shooter but that's all i care about as far as shooters go right and uh so to be in the fold with all these people of all different ages mm-hmm. um asking if i've played fortnite and pubg and call in a blackout i'm like no i sure did not. i saw him yeah. and i didn't care mm-hmm. i walked right past him and uh so it's kind of fun to have all these people on the, the game had 10 million players in under 72 hours yeah. so and they just actually announced a few hours ago that they just hit 25 million players which is an wow. absurd amount of players like uh, that is absurd hats off to respawn Cause yeah, and this game's damn good. Yeah, <laughs> like, so man. Uh, so honestly, you and I have talked off mic about mm-hmm. this quite a bit, mm-hmm. um, and I have just been addicted to this game. Yeah. Like this game tickles my brain in a way that a game has not in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm not playing the game, all I can think about is playing the game. Uh, so it, yeah, there are a lot of reasons I like it, but um, honestly, we could we could talk this whole episode about Apex Legends, but. What I really want to talk about is the stuff around the game. Mm-hmm. I don't just want to talk about why I like the shooting you know, yeah, or yeah, yeah. why battle royales are cool because no one... And I feel like you, know, you can just jump into this game for like 15 minutes, like play a couple of rounds and be like, okay, yeah, I totally get this. Like, this is fun. The shooting feels good. Battle royales have this neat, like, 
kind of like stress and like this like tension cycle around them. That's it, just it really feels neat. like a movie where you've totally, got yeah. little parts of heavy action and then you've got so you're like stalking somebody or mm-hmm. you're sneaking around. You got somebody looking over your shoulder. I've actually been watching more Apex Legends than I've been playing just because of the fact like, A, I'm, if I stop playing Kingdom Hearts for this game, I'm worried that I won't come back. And I think mm-hmm. middle school cam will not let me live that down. <laughs> yep. So I'm, I'm really trying to like get out and finish that. But yeah, like I'm, I'm really just enjoying watching this game. Like, it, like you really feel like it's just kind of building these like storylines internally about like, oh, you got your like ragtag team and you're just like going to mm-hmm. go make it happen. And like every time something crazy happens, you just kind of go at it. But that's also yeah. really true of kind of all of these games to some extent. Yeah. So, so let's start, like, we don't have to, you know, rehash what a battle royale is. Right. Like for me, I definitely have a fresh take on this stuff because I've never gotten into one. So I have the unique experience of being new and mm-hmm. in, in a genre in the most popular popular genre of all video games you know so there aren't a lot of people like me who are just now getting onto the hype train right you know but e- even that it, it feels weird because i feel like i'm not on a battle royale hype train because mm-hmm. i still don't want to play those other games I don't care about fortnite PUBG, blackout they look great for other people but uh for me it pulled me over because of the hero abilities mm-hmm. which you know the game is a traditional you drop you find weapons, you move as a squad. That's the most important part. Mm. But once you get once you get used to each individual legend, um, you, you can really figure out the small nuances that that change the gameplay. And the fact that you roll up uh, anytime you roll up on an, an enemy team, it's a team of three. So mm. if you see one guy, you know there are two more yeah. that you haven't seen yet. Um, so like there's this thrill of every time you see just a moving body mm-hmm. in that game. There's just this excitement of oh something's gonna happen like so you know either they're gonna run to us and we're gonna fight them or we're about to watch them hit another enemy team Mm -hmm. and then we'll watch them fight and whoever wins will fight them and i I feel like this game does a better job at that than some of the other battle royales um i have really only any experience with fortnite i got really into that for like about a month and a half and then just fell off it kind of just as hard Mm -hmm. but in fortnite like in, in apex legends i always found that Anytime I see another squad, like, it felt like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to make this happen. And every time I saw, like, even just another person in Fortnite, I was like, fuck, okay, like, uh, <laughs> Here we go. I need to run away. Like, <laughs> right. I'm not good at either of these games by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. But, like, I definitely feel more, I guess, capable. And I, I feel more kind of powerful, like, embodying that kind of character that I'm playing. Like, I am mm-hmm. a badass. I'm out here. I'm going to fuck some shit up. Yeah. But, like, I'm... I feel more confident going into these, like, combat encounters in Apex way more than I ever did in Fortnite. And I think that really just comes down to the shooting just feels better. The shooting um, feels better. There's so much customization. Mm-hmm. Um, your abilities, almost all of them don't outright kill people. Right. The ultimates can do some crazy stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, the regular I, abilities... Yeah, my, my favorite thing about this is probably the fact that they kind of, like, tastefully introduced these abilities into a Battle Royale, mm-hmm. um, where kind of like your Call of Duty, it very much feels like everybody is just kind of on the same plane. These This character can just do this thing a little bit differently. So uh, I, I think that's really interesting and done pretty well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, I found some cool statistics. Let's hear. Um, that uh, somebody on Twitter, uh, ZHugeEX, I don't know if you listen to this, probably not. Um, so he was basically just talking about how they announced today which is Monday the uh, 11th of February, 
that they hit 25 million players total for Apex Legends, which is a lot of people. That's a ton of people. Um, I, I really mm-hmm. think that this is like this is interesting. I love that it's free because I probably wouldn't be playing it right same, now if it wasn't. Here. Yeah. Uh, this is the first game where I, I've run into the issue where I have to turn people down because my squad's full. Mm-hmm. I never have run into yeah, that issue. Yeah. Like I'm always looking for people to play. I never am full. Mm-hmm. So to have that ability to have extra people like, oh, one of my squad mates is, is out. I, I know at least one other person who's on. Um, that's cool because it, it – and there's – there's no ranked queue yet, which uh, maybe they never do a ranked queue. I kind of want them to. Mm-hmm. But because there isn't, you don't have a fragmented user base. So you, it's like when you release DLC or anything. I mean, everyone is in the mode that exists right now. You can only play in three right, stacks. Right. In a full game of 60, you know, people disconnected at the beginning, which stinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, you know, all things considered, if they have 25 million people on their servers in a week, mm-hmm. honestly... The connectivity issues are not that bad. Like, oh yeah, you can, totally. After a match, you might get kicked out for a second, but mm-hmm. then you just yeah, I've had that happen a few app. times. I've never had any sort of like crashes, which I know you've been dealing with. Oh uh, yeah, I can talk about that later. <laughs> um, but these statistics are like super, super impressive. So he says that in addition to the 25 million players, one other stat is that Apex Legends has hit two million peak concurrent users within one week which is absolutely huge. That's crazy. It took Fortnite 16 weeks to hit 2 million concurrent players. Fortnite's PCCU, or peak concurrent players, is now 8.3 million, because Fortnite is hmm. Fortnite. Yeah. Um, it's higher than FIFA 18, which only hit 1.6 million PCCU, and PUBG currently PCCU on Steam is 3.2 million. Hmm. So it did all that in a week, which is fucking impressive. Yeah. Like, Damn. So this comes at an interesting time where the Overwatch League is about to start, mm-hmm. right? So this Battle Royale, Battle Royale has ultimates. It has abilities, you mm-hmm. know, which for me, that's taken stri- straight from Overwatch. And Overwatch took it from MOBAs, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, it's all cut from the same cloth. And I really like that stuff. I like the shooting, but I really like being able to specialize in a certain thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some, one of the characters is a medic, but unlike other hero games similar to this uh you don't you don't have to get stuck playing oh a tank role or a healer role you know you can play whoever you want and if you're good at shooting you can seriously do whatever you want but it'll change things in a subtle way uh that really makes every game feel unique um and everybody you're fighting against uses those abilities differently Mm -hmm. too so like the the three-man squads are perfect sized because like i'm going to keep comparing this to overwatch because really i this came at such a remarkable time where mm-hmm. Overwatch League, I think, starts later this week. Um, yeah, I think and of it, course, whenever it starts, yeah, I mean, it might be. It might be. I think it is Valentine's Day, actually? something like that. Yeah, 14th. yeah. Uh, well, I'll have to look that up. But um, it, it, it's fascinating to me because Blizzard is trying to make the Overwatch League huge. I mean, it was a twenty million dollar buy-in to get a team mm-hmm. for your city uh, when it first started. Then it bumped up to like forty million, and then like sixty million dollars. That's insane. Yeah. That's crazy money. And so they want this to succeed. Well, this is at the same time all this Activision stuff happens. There's been turmoil in the ranks of Blizzard. There's been the split with Bungie, mm-hmm. uh, which seemed amicable enough. Yeah. Things uh, at Activision and Blizzard right now seem pretty dire. Yeah. So Activision... Wait, does Activision own EA? I, it's, it's, I get these no, names. No, Activision and they're EA separate. are two separate. They're like, they're like the two big yeah. publishers right um, now. That's funny that I can't that I mix it. Yeah, stuff that's, up. that's okay. <laughs> uh, so all that stuff's going on with Activision, um, and then EA, who has just 
stumbled over their own feet so mm-hmm. many times with microtransactions. Look at what they did with Battlefront. Um, yeah. I saw an article. I forget. I forget which outlet it was, but it said that uh, Disney came out and basically said, "Hey, we're not very good at making video games. Yeah. So next time around, we're gonna take. You know, when we take another shot at this, we're gonna put more power." into the developers mm-hmm. who, who know what they're doing. Yeah. And, and you can see that. I mean, Battlefront it just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. It's a gorgeous game, and it never took off. Yeah. And they, they certainly tried to fix it later on, but, man, they just could not, like, get that kind of goodwill back because really kind of just how negative the launch of that game went, they just had so much trouble trying to, like, build up that goodwill. But, I mean... Once people just kind of label something that negatively, like it's almost impossible. Yeah, to that is hard really to come get back, back from. from that. Um, yeah, I I think I'm I'm really interested to see because I know my kind of concern with the timing for that game coming out. Uh, Apex Legends is that game, by the way. Um, my my concern was all right. Well, I mean, this is another EA game. Uh, are they, they're releasing it really close to Anthem. Like, I mean, I know Respawn did that with, or they did that with Titanfall 2 because it was like sandwiched in between Call of Duty and Battlefield. Yeah, it was right in and, the middle, which was unique for me because uh, Titanfall had more of an appeal mm-hmm. to me than Call of Duty and Battlefield, but I, it just got blown out of the I water. I have played the shit out of Titanfall 2. That is one of my favorite games probably of all time. That That's the only game I've ever watched, like streamed. I, mm-hmm. A buddy of mine used to play it. Man, that stuff, it was so fast, it's, and that's what I liked. It's good, and, like, I'm not really into a whole lot of, like, crazy, ridiculous, fast-paced shooters. Like, I have a lot of trouble with, like, keeping up with that kind of attention, but, man, I was fucking in on Titanfall 2. And the campaign, like, even if you don't like multiplayer shooters, and the game goes on sale, and you're just like, eh, I don't know if anybody's playing it online, you should just buy it for the campaign. It's absolutely incredible. But yeah. um, my point I was trying to bring up is, going into the launch of Apex, I was kind of concerned about like well they're kind of doing the same thing here because anthem comes out like in a couple of weeks and right like, and now i'm just like man anthem's got its work cut out for yeah. it like i'm i'm a, I'm a little Apex more is gonna eat yeah, everybody's right. lunch. like it is kicking all sorts of ass that i did not expect so yeah i'm, I'm interested because i know they've uh respawn has come out and said like hey EA had like kind of nothing to do with this at all this is just what we wanted to do and dude it, as soon as it came out you know, everything you can purchase is vanity items. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in that game that makes you better at the game. You can pay money to unlock the two, you know, there are eight legends, eight heroes, mm-hmm. and six of them are unlocked with the game. And then there are two more that you can unlock with either real money or in-game currency. Mm-hmm. Well, I already unlocked the one I wanted. Right. You know, and I've only played three out of the seven I have now, and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. So I definitely don't feel like I'm missing out. Like, by the time I unlock the, the next legend... I hope they have another one out, but oh my gosh, I'd be shocked. That yeah, would be such yeah. a quick turnaround. And honestly, I'd rather have them just fix on stability issues mm-hmm. than come out with another hero already. Yeah. Um, but when I pulled that out, when I pulled that up and there was no option for a season pass, mm-hmm. there wasn't anything like that. There wasn't like, hey, so this is how we're going to get you on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's an EA title. Immediately it was just like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. There, there seem to be no gimmicks. Everything yeah, seems to they, be totally laid out. They, it even tells mm. you the chance with loot boxes. Yeah, I'm really impressed by that. It's like, like you have X you amount totally of You totally don't have to do that, especially like for oh. a company that's based in the United States. Totally legal to just be like, hey, just buy it. You'll get something. Mm. Wink. Yeah. But yeah, they they also were super upfront. Like, hey, we 
announced and released this the way we did because we recognize that we're owned by EA and it's a free-to-play battle royale game and no amount of marketing is going to make that look good. Mm-hmm. So we just put it out there and let you guys play it. Right. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, and uh, it, it I, I'm just so excited to see what else they do mm-hmm. with this game because, uh, like I said, you can play as all these different heroes, these legends, right? And they all have dramatically different uh, abilities. There are a couple ultimates that are kind of similar, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I mean, there's my first favorite character is a robot that can shoot a zipline. There's ziplines all over the map, but he can make his own zipline that can go from anywhere to anywhere. I love him anywhere. a lot. He's, and your he's, whole team can use fun. it. Oh, well, it's so great because you can really go places that normally you would, like your whole team would not be able to go. Mm-hmm. And you can just get a, a new vantage, a vantage point constantly if you want. Um, but there are a bunch of strategies there. I'm not trying to get bogged down on that. But uh, my other one is Gibraltar. He's this mm-hmm. tank dude who can throw up a bubble like we've seen in games like uh, Halo 3 and a bunch of stuff like that. So you're, you stand in it, you're invulnerable. And then he can drop down an orbital strike. It's kind of cool. And you can hide in your own bubble yeah, inside yeah, yeah. your explosion. It's pretty rad. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, there are a lot of ultimates. Uh, my other guy I'm unlocked is he throws a toxic cloud mm-hmm. and he can see through it. But the enemies get all messed up and stuff. All that stuff is cool because um, you get your ultimates reasonably quickly. Mm-hmm. Like your abilities have different cooldowns depending on who you are, but your ultimate ability it comes up at a certain point. So like by the time you've waited around and you've gotten a reasonable amount of guns and armor and stuff, by the time you're ready for your next fight, probably both teams have their ultimates. Yeah. So it amps everything up so that like every fight doesn't just come down to. How good are you at shooting and how good are your how good is your equipment? Um, it adds this whole layer where everything's just explosive and you've got callouts going left and right, and the characters, much like Overwatch, have unique quips based on what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's useful. Um yeah, so I, I find that stuff very fascinating. It it makes the pacing very fun because even yeah. if you're just sneaking around, mm-hmm. uh you get your ultimate. Yeah, I've I've always like on average I will get like one ulta game unless I like drop somewhere that's like real spicy, you know, and mm-hmm. then just get just the shit shot out of me, you know. Right. But but then you try again. It's right, you yeah, exactly. Better. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, that sucked. Let's go again. Yep. You know. Recute. Um this is something I really feel like I know I, I think the the pinging system and like the methods of communication is like just super fucking brilliant and very well thought out and I think it's cool. This is totally something I find myself enjoying a lot more playing with people that either I know or like part of the same community um, instead so, of just like randoms, you know. But I, I feel, well, I can go both ways on that because mm-hmm. I've been playing with a bunch of my buddies and I've been having a great time because even when you're losing or, or eh, well, even when you lose, honestly, you'll be like, okay, well, we had a good run. Yeah. Like, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if you're not fighting, that tense, yeah. you know, and, and this isn't the first battle royale to have stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it really feels rewarding. You get experience based on how long you survive. So you don't just have to be a killing machine to feel accomplished. So just by getting to the end and and sometimes just, if you don't fight the whole game, if all you do is hide and sneak and stuff, maybe when you get to the end of the round, there's only one enemy left out of a squad because, you know, maybe they got caught outside the circle or something, Mm -hmm. but um, it doesn't just mean that whoever's left at the end is the baddest. Right. You know, it's just like, you just, you made it here, you know. Um, yeah, so it, you feel. I always feel like I have a chance. Mm-hmm. Even like you, you can respawn teammates in this game, which is humongous. Yeah, I love uh, that mechanic. Too. So you're not out of it. But anyway, I, I'm going off on a tangent here. I like playing with my friends, uh, but 
also, I want to, I've learned, like, I want to win. Mm-hmm. I really want to win this game. The, the way that Overwatch is the only game in the past decade that I've been competitive with. Now I'm ready to get competitive. <laughs> so, um, the, you know, double sided coin there is, uh, if you're playing with your friends, you don't want to call them out. You don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, be like, what are you doing? You know, right. I told you to look at the, you know, that's not fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it makes your friends be like, yeah, I'm not playing with you anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got to walk a fine line where I'm like, okay, I, I want to get better. I want them to get better because they'll have more fun too. But I need to be a good friend, a good teammate. Uh, and right. not just take don't it be too an seriously. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if they don't want to take it seriously, well, they don't need me mm-hmm. harping them for. You know. Yeah. They came here to have fun. You know? Right. Yeah. And fun is different for everybody. Yeah. So I like I like playing that because even if we aren't winning, uh, it's it rewarding. It like it, you just have, it feels like you're all in it together all the time. Mm-hmm. So even if you die, like die die, and your teammate recovers your beacon to be able to respawn you, you're you're spectating them. But unlike other battle royales where there's no chance, you know, oh, you're spectating. Well, you're done playing for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think um, playing with friends really kind of adds to that. Like, it's almost like a really neat kind of bonding experience. Cause like, you're rooting them on. Yeah. Like, uh, back in, back in like the Xbox 360 days, I played just an absolute ton of like modern warfare two with just a bunch of friends. And we would just like hop into like search and destroy lobbies. And like most of us would just get gunned down immediately. Right. And then that one, you know, like you die, you're out. It's basically like the objective, plant the bomb, defuse the bomb, etc. And I would just always have a great time just sitting there, just being like, all right. Well, it's, we always played with, uh, we always played with party chat off just because we really like the experience of just like, you can only talk to your teammates if you mm-hmm. are alive. And right. if you are dead, then you just kind of get thrown into this lobby with everyone. And it's just this kind of neat experience where, like, you're just kind of cheering them on from, like, quote, the grave, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think that stuff really, really works. It's like it they really do a good job of, like, building that tension. And I think that contributes to it also. Um, I think the fact that once you get down to three squads, it just doesn't tell you how many players are left mm-hmm. or is a genius thing. for yeah. Like, just making it feel like you've really earned that thing at the end. Mm-hmm. It's just enough like just a little bit of stress that just kind of really adds to that overall experience. Right. When you have just three squads left and you're like, if you still have a full three stack Mm -hmm. and you don't hear any gunfire, there's this question in your head of like, okay, do both of the other squads only have one person left? Mm -hmm. Does one of them have a full stack and they're doing what we're doing, just waiting for someone else to blink. Mm -hmm. Um, And the tension in that is just beautiful. It's, it's really, really, really well done. I love that. And then even, you know, win or lose, Every time you drop in the game, again, I know this is all Battle Royales, this mm-hmm. isn't just this game, but it's a clean slate, and the matches are 15 to 25, 15 to 20 minutes long, and uh, that's a perfect length, because mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want, if it went 30 minutes, and that'd be too long, Right. because imagine if you went all the way to the end, I would actually be upset mm-hmm. if after 30 minutes, I got fourth place or something. Right. You know. Um, you should probably not play Fortnite. <laughs> oh, I yeah, I'm not going to. Okay, great. Uh, you don't need to now. So right. So uh, I, I really like that stuff. But uh, when you know when I was being competitive with my buddies mm-hmm. uh, or wanting to be competitive, uh, it was it was difficult what to what route to take in getting that W. You know, because mm-hmm. I wanted to win. I finally won my first game last night, and then I won another one today. Mm-hmm. And I actually helped that time. Okay, great. <laughs> first time I got carried all the way to the end. But, you know uh, that. that it's all right, you know. But it is nice because... A dub is still a dub. It so. is. And when... So I hopped in the solo queue because I was like, look, I just, you know, maybe I meet somebody who just... This is their first game. 
Or maybe I get in here with somebody who's been playing Battle Royales for a while, right. and I think I can learn quickly. Mm-hmm. I just am ignorant right now. So that game last night that somebody you know got 14 kills, which is that's a lot. That's a ton that's of 60 kills. people. That's oh my gosh, pretty, the, the most I've gotten is like four. Yeah, maybe? I think I've gotten maybe two or three. Yeah, you'll get maybe like eight across mm-hmm. your team. Yeah, usually like win or lose. And uh, yeah, so anyway, that was fun because I got to see how somebody else who's good plays. Mm-hmm. Besides just watching a stream, which today I had fun. I drive for work, and I turned on Twitch and just streamed the audio only mm-hmm. of Shroud, mm-hmm. CSGO player. And that was great. I just heard lots of cool feedback, like why the why this weapon is one of the best starting weapons you can find, and how if you do blah, 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 it makes a sound that, you know, you know stuff stuff that I would have found out eventually. Right. But this fast tracks it so I can, I can learn that stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, that stuff's cool, but I, I like going into the solo queue because that ping system that we were talking about mm-hmm. is amazing. You can, I, I've never felt like I was working with a team so closely who I was not speaking on a mic with. Yeah. Because I can Overwatch. Mm-hmm. If you don't have mics, boy, you're going to have a, a bad time. Mm-hmm. If you're in competitive queue and, you know, three people, half your team does not have mics, you... Yeah, that's that's been kind of my big turnoff to any sort of like super competitive thing like that. And I know... Um, a lot of people definitely do enjoy like hopping into this like super competitive, like high stress situations. But I, I always get a little bit of anxious anxiety kind of stuff that made sense. Um, but yeah, like I think, uh, in addition to just being really smartly designed and cool. And like, if you paint like a backpack, that's like level two, your character will be like, Hey, I got a backpack level two over here. And then your teammates mm-hmm. see it at some point. That's even faster than just being like, Hey, I'm over here. There's a backpack in front of me. You should come pick it up instead right. of just being like it just shows up on the other player's screen, which is great. Yeah, because th- they call it out and it appears in the top part of the screen. Yeah, so you can be on mic and use the ping system. Yeah, and it's better. I think uh, totally, absolutely. But I also think that it really cuts down on just a lot of toxicity that you're kind of seeing in mm-hmm. a lot of places because if you don't want to interact with like just you don't you if you're like afraid of people being like negative or nasty or rude to you like during a game because you don't really feel like you're kind of up to snuff you don't have to have a mic plugged in. Mm -hmm. You can just hop in and still contribute to that team and contribute to quote, getting the dub. And like, it's really great. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, Being able to say like, I'm, you you can say anything from I'm watching this area, attacking, mm -hmm. defending, looting. uh, I'm exploring. Uh, Here's an, like there's an enemy there or an enemy has been here because Mm -hmm. the doors are open or something. Yeah. Um, you can just say so much. It's really, really, really smartly designed. Like if you, and you can like cancel a ping. Like if you accidentally hit somewhere, then your character would be like, Hey, let's go over here. Hit it again. They'll just be like, Oh, sorry, my mistake. Yeah, or cancel something it. like that. It's really, really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I love that they're kind of, uh, a lot of the developers on Twitter are really kind of like bringing that like, Hey, we're trying to cancel out, cut back, cut back on toxicity thing. Um, a lot of, the like developers and like some of the senior staff at respawn are women and they're just like this is like kind of by design because we we understand the struggle of just people who really just don't want to like join a lobby start talking and then just get ripped apart for right. whatever reason i think Wait, it's yeah. really great I, I couldn't tell you how many times i've been overwatch ranked mm-hmm. and a girl would hop on and everybody's just like oh that's what we're talking about yeah, now she's yeah. like oh like, can't we on. just play just no, like, just why do we on. have to be weird about this? Yeah, absolutely. It's it is frustrating, and I'm really happy to see. Yeah, and it's gatekeeping. It's just not right. welcoming yeah. at all. Like somebody comes in and they like if they really want to stick with it, you know, power to them. But mm-hmm. I mean, geez, I have a rough time with people harping on me, and it, it has nothing to do with absolutely the sound of my voice. You absolutely. know, 
so that that stuff's rough. So the sweet spot of having three people in Apex Legends mm. mitigates the mic issues of of Overwatch or a lot of other games. Where Absolutely. on one hand, you know, the boys' club is like everybody have better have a mic mm. because you do you have to have communication. But somebody hops in here and because they use their mic, they're going to have a bad time. Right. And people will throw games because totally. like a woman joined their lobby right. or something. It's... And, fucking uh, ridiculous, dude, to be one, completely honest. One time I was I was in a this was a couple weeks ago. I was in a ranked game and this one dude straight up just gave up. Mm-hmm. He told us he was gonna give up and they gave up mm-hmm. and he he was just being so toxic in chat. And so he had a British accent, so I was like, Okay, which which one's a British guy? And you know, somebody's like, Oh, it's him, and so I muted him. Well, for the rest of the game, the rest of my teammate just started dogging on him because he was British. So they started making British jokes. Yeah. And I'm like, that is not how I thought that was gonna go. Like, yeah. He, like, he has plenty of things wrong with what he's doing, but choosing his like mm-hmm. if, his nationality, that, what? You picked the weakest thing. Yeah, that's something he kind of has no control over, you know? Well, right, and it's just like, ugh, that, we didn't need this. Yeah. Like, get on him because he's being a jerk. Yeah, just uh, just don't be an asshole. Yeah, so... I feel like just... Having, <laughs> having mics is, is such a tricky thing, and I'm mm-hmm. excited that, like, this ping system, dude, yeah. I hope this really paves the way... For other games, I hope this is a permanent. I would, I would thing really, I would in. really like to see other devs pick this up. Or yeah, like or just even implement just similar stuff to it, or like try to explore other ways of like having effective communication in some sort of multiplayer game, but you not necessarily need to have a mic. Because mm-hmm. I, I played with a mm-hmm. kid. He was, he was fourteen, mm-hmm. and he told me. Yeah, he's like, I'm fourteen, <laughs> and we're like, what? He's like, you you asked how old we were, and I was like, no, no, we didn't. <laughs> he's like, oh well, now you know. And uh, it was funny. He was this kid. He he's homesick, and he's like, "Oh, you guys are the nicest people I've seen all day." You know, I was kind of at the doctor's office earlier, and you know, my mom didn't want me up all day, but she she let me play some games, so that was pretty cool. And it's like, "Oh man, kid, yeah, stay good. stay in." <laughs> um, but that was funny. But uh, he he was so talkative. Mm-hmm. He was very talkative, mm-hmm. and it was like, "Okay, you're friendly enough, but at a certain point, I can't hear." any of the footsteps around me because you're, Oh, I'm dead. Um, So at that point it's like, all right, we, he had good communication. He was paying attention. He, you know, was a good teammate. Mm -hmm. He was just talking a whole lot. Yeah. Um, So we had good communication. We used the pings and he was pretty new to the game too. Uh, Mm -hmm. So something that I'm discovering is when you play with a kid, a young teenager and you treat them like a human Mm -hmm. or you're halfway decent at the game, the first thing they ask is, hey, can I send you a friend request? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I, for- I forgot that's kind of how I did that <laughs> back in the day, yeah. you know? Yeah, actually, same. I, I remember doing that a whole lot. All the time. I oh, think that's you're true. halfway nice. Yeah, I'm going to play yeah, with you forever I, and ever. Throw me back to Halo 3 a little bit. I would, I would like, on sick days, just like, I'm just going to play some Halo. Oh, these people are nice. We're friends now. Yeah. Just, there's no question about it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, yeah, like, there were people, like, I, some of my friends that I still talk to are, like people that I've met from kind of just doing that same thing, which is weird, but that's another story for probably another time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think it is really cool that um, a, I don't know if Respawn's really considered a big name just because their past two ventures weren't super commercially successful. They definitely yeah. were critically successful, but it is really cool to see at least something like, you know, backed by something as big as EA, like just getting this kind of attention and like promoting like, hey, cut this toxicity bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. let's let's actually take steps to like fix this, because I think they're I think people are realizing that, you know, calling people out online, 
will sort of help sometimes, but I think having something actually in the game that literally is built in, like it's integral to the systems of how that thing works is just brilliant. You know, uh, I listened to a great uh, segment on NPR Mm -hmm. earlier this week. It's pretty heavy subject matter, but it it was all sorts of stuff that has to do with like believing women when they tell you their stories. And And, uh, the story was of this woman who made a foundation that uh, was basically trying to just give a perspective on like on what happened to her, which is this crazy story. Um, but well, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just a wild story that no one believed her on. And, um, she was just constantly met with incredulous, incredulity. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the word. Yep. (laughs) Um, but so what had happened was it involved this football coach and she hated him for years. And finally, when her story came out, he, he was like, Oh, I never heard any of that stuff. I want you to speak to my football team now. Like I want you Mm -hmm. to tell them because I'm so sorry. And I wish I could have done better. So she tells her story, and uh, everyone was super receptive to what she had to say. All these men were listening to her, and they were like, oh, this is great. Because what their feedback was that uh, usually when women would, would speak to them or to you know generalize to men in general, uh, it, it would say, this is a problem. You're the problem. You need to fix this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and instead, she approached it, and she said, like, I'm not here because I think you're the problem. I'm here because I think you're the solution. Mm-hmm. Like I want, I know that you can fix this and I want to offer you the tools. I want to tell you the stories. I want to give you the information that you need to be able to combat this awful thing, this bad behavior and, and all this stuff. Um, I look at that with toxicity in gaming. Riot in League of Legends has done a bunch of stuff. Blizzard mm-hmm. has done a bunch of stuff. What they try to do is they used to only have punishments. So they had uh, negative reinforcement. Mm-hmm. I think I'm saying that right. So you do something bad, you get smacked. You know, you get the ban hammer, you get some sort of right. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't work that well. Mm-hmm. Somebody makes a new account, and some people just they're like, "Oh, I'm not going to play this game that long anyway. I'm just going to be a villain for a while." Right. Yeah. So punishing someone for bad behavior is not necessarily effective. So the next step was, in my opinion, uh, games. I think maybe Fortnite does this. I don't know. I know Overwatch has it. You can endorse people. Yeah, yeah. I know League of Legends I, does it now, too. I don't, I don't know if Fortnite has something like that in place. Probably, but I, I do know. Probably I, doesn't. Usually I think of the Overwatch implementation of, like, hey, this person was a good teammate. Yeah. Oh, well, they do it twofold. So you, at the end of an Overwatch game, the cards come up that yeah. say, like, oh, look at all these cool things mm-hmm. they did during the match. Like, you may not realize that your Lucio was being amazing the whole time, mm-hmm. you know. But... At the end, you can be like, oh, wow, I had no idea you had 30 sound barriers. Like, right. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So you can give them a thumbs up, right? So that's kind of nice. It, it does nothing but pat the guy on the back. Mm-hmm. But it's positive. It gives you a social moment. You all enjoy the play of the game together while you're sitting in the lobby. Um, it just offers a social experience that's positive. Mm-hmm. So even if you're going against somebody or if you lost, but you want to you know, pat each other on the back, mm-hmm. it's nice. It just yeah. feels good. So the next iteration of that is also Overwatch and also League of Legends saying that you can endorse players specifically and say, you were a good teammate. You mm-hmm. had good communication. Like, you were positive in chat. Uh, that stuff's wonderful because it it really... It, may, it makes you feel better and it gives an indication, gives you a little score that says, hey, I get endorsed all the time because I'm nice. You mm-hmm. know, people who are jerks aren't going to get that rating. So it, it's a little badge of honor that you can wear that says, hey... I treat people well, mm-hmm. and they give me feedback on it. So those are three steps. I think the fourth step, I think this this next step, 
is the ping system. Yeah. Because you're not upvoting anybody, but mm-hmm. what you're doing is giving players the tools to be able to be constructive all the time. Yeah. Uh, there, there are no, you know, you can't just thanks. You can't thanks, 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 thanks. Like mm-hmm. people do in some games that mean, mm-hmm. oh, you're actually mad at me. Right. You know, even in, in Hearthstone, you can just be like, well played. Yeah. Five times in a just row. Just like 30 times. It's like, you jerk. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> why are you doing this? So you can only thank people in the game when they actually like, give you something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's cool. Like the fact that it gives you the option, your, your person doesn't automatically say thank you. You press a button. That comes up, you press like down on the D pad. Yeah, and it's like not required at all. It's just no, like a nice little thing you can do. Yeah, it's just I like, oh, hey, it, I'm but, listening. Mm-hmm. You know, I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And it's just little things like that. Um, being able to say, you know, here's a, an item. I know you have a shotgun. Here's a shotgun mm-hmm. attached. Or this might be a better shotgun if you're interested in mm-hmm. it or something like that. Or, you know, even just the whole, the whole ping system up and down, it allows you to always help each other mm-hmm. in a way that I, I feel totally unrestricted in that game. Like I just anything I want to tell my teammates, I can tell them, mm-hmm. and I haven't hit a wall where I feel feel like I'm stuck. Even on a full solo queue stack where no one has a mic, I don't feel limited, and I've never mm-hmm. been in a multiplayer game like that, like I, a teamwork based game. Yeah, yeah. That had the the open freedom where I I felt like I was fine not having a mic, and honestly, I'm so used to always having a mic when I do competitive stuff that it's kind of nice that I can just. Be quiet. Yeah, just hang out. Like, you, you can, like, pay attention to that. It's, like, you could just, like, I play a lot of games, like, catching up on, like, different podcasts and stuff I listen to. And it's it's just kind of a neat thing where you just don't have to be, like, as invested in it if you need to be. But you should still probably be invested if you were, like, looking to succeed. But mm-hmm. I, I do think that having, like you said earlier, more carrot and less stick, I think really mm-hmm. kind of incentivizes players to, like, not only not be more toxic, but whenever toxicity like kind of unfortunately inevitably shows up in whatever form it can, uh, people are just like, "Hey, fucking stop it!" Like <laughs> yeah. we don't we don't do that here, and I think that's a really really important thing to do. And especially like as we've kind of hammered home a lot, uh, if with that ping system, like the ways for you to actually verbally communicate with other players that you're playing with are extremely limited. So it really kind of narrows that kind of scope of what you're capable of doing to try and actively hurt another player. Right. Uh, well, I tell you what, let's take a quick break real quick. Okay. Uh, and we'll be right back. Sounds good. Hey, everyone. This is Greg from Red Shirts and Runabouts. We're the resident Star Trek podcast as part of the Heroes Podcast Network group. If you love Star Trek and things science fiction, we're definitely the show for you. Join us every Thursday as we talk about Star Trek Discovery, the new Picard show, and other ongoing content and new creations from the Star Trek universe. If you want to find us, search Red Shirts and Runabouts podcast on Apple and Google Play. And if you want to interact with us as a host, you can find us at Red Shirts Pod on Twitter. All right, and we're back. Hey, what's up? Uh, so let's uh, let's keep talking about this Apex train, right? It's pretty all right. Yeah. Uh, it, it's very exciting. Um, uh, some other... I want to talk about more quality of life changes, because, mm-hmm. again, I'm not trying to just pitch... The game. I'm not trying to tell everybody what a battle royale mm-hmm. does, but um, I there's so many things about this game that I think pulled the right things from a lot of areas. Yeah. There's the abilities from Overwatch, right? You have mm-hmm. ultimates. There's obviously battle royale from Fortnite. That wasn't necessarily the first one, but you know how to. Yeah, yeah, that's kind um, of the big player for right now, for sure. Yeah, and then you've got this ping system that makes the the chat great. Um, you know, the communication great. Something a small quality of life thing. So 
the game starts, right? You in your main lobby, you can pick a legend to appear mm-hmm. in your screen. So in in your main screen, you're always looking at your squad of three. If there's if it's only you, then you have two empty spots next to you. But what you can do is pick a legend to show up on your main screen, and that doesn't really change anything. But it, if you have a squad, it shows who you're probably going to try to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can you know if two of you are medic, you can realize right then, hey, who's going to pick somebody else? You don't have to wait till you queue up to be like, oh crap, who else should I play? Mm-hmm. Um, but when you jump into the game, whether it's with random people or with your team, uh, it starts up and you each pick one, two, three legends. Mm-hmm. So one after the other. First person pick, pr- picks first, so obviously they have an advantage of picking absolutely whoever, whoever they want. Yeah. So second, they have unlocked. Yeah, so second person can pick anybody but that character, mm-hmm. and likewise third person can pick anybody but those first. And it's two. like completely random every time. I think like it just pick it just like puts your team into a hopper, and then it doesn't it's just like hey, cool, you're going first this time, I guess. It does. Uh, so it's totally random. It's not based as far as I can tell. It's not based on how well you do, mm-hmm. what your rank is, or anything. Yeah. But what it does so if you pick first, obviously you have the advantage of mm-hmm. getting whoever you want. Um, if you pick second, you're still in good shape. Mm-hmm. And then if you pick third, because really, if if I've never run into a chance or a, a, a game where the two people I wanted were taken, mm-hmm. but if I needed to be good at three people, I could. Yeah, I totally have, but that's because I've played not a ton of this game, mm-hmm. and I've just been like, all right, this guy looks cool. All right, this one looks cool. And then I haven't branched out at all. I'm pretty bad at that. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a tendency too to pick. I, I always like support and tank in games too, which is always in high mm-hmm. demand. Right. So I at first I didn't pick uh, Lifeline. So Lifeline is the medic, mm-hmm. and Pathfinder has zip lines. I keep wanting to call him Zipline because <laughs> because he has zip lines. I mean that would work. So, he does find the path up though. I he guess, does, but I just want to call him Zipline. <laughs> like it's. I'm sure they're just like, oh, this this will be fine. Mm-hmm. Like this doesn't matter, and it doesn't. But I'm like, man, I just want to, I'm going to be making that mistake probably forever, but mm. on purpose right. after a while. Right. Um, but uh, no, I played Gibraltar, the tank dude, and then now I play the tank that you unlock. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what is important about this screen is the person who picks third every single time is the jump master. So the, oh, I didn't know that. Every single time. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. That, so That's that's cool. I never made that connection. Yeah. That's, that's really neat. So if you feel like you got shafted... You know, you didn't get somehow your first two picks, mm-hmm. you know, in the slim chance that that happens. Uh, you get to control where you jump. Mm-hmm. And people can, you know, ping, hey, I want to jump there. And you can say, yeah, you know, okay. Or they can, like, branch off if they want to. But yeah. really, that's not a great idea. Yeah. The, the fact, for the most part. The fact that you drop as a, like, a group of three and you can peel off if you want. But the person in control mm-hmm. really moves all three of you is so smart because you don't just accidentally, you know, split up also, uh, at the beginning. Also, just... Shout out to that drop music. It's pretty good. It's like the only music in the entire game, but it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like super minimal and like has like a really nice crescendo as like things get really close to the end. It just makes you feel like you're ready to just go in and just like make it happen, you know? That opening menu though is so loud. It's really loud. It's too oh damn my gosh. loud. You can't, it, it doesn't, no matter how you change your volume in your menus, mm-hmm. it doesn't affect the, the opening oh menu. Oh my god. I, so if you're trying to talk to your allies, you're like, who do you want to play? <laughs> Yeah, I was I was trying to stream it with uh, some GGKC people last Wednesday, I guess, and like I went back and watched like the VOD, just like, yeah, I wonder how that sounded. You know, it was just mm-hmm. off PS4. I didn't have a ton of control, but you could not fucking hear anybody talking in the menu. Like it was yeah. just 
God, it was terrible. I had, and I had like the chat audio all the way up, like it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's just, that's just funny, but those uh, so those are little quality of life things. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the menus, so this is funny. This is where I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. my obscene number of crashes in Destiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I finally diagnosed the problem, but before okay. I tell you what the answer was, yeah, uh, I, the game came out. I downloaded it. I kept getting all these errors. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, there are connectivity issues where, like, after a game, everyone, every, I don't know, three to five games or so, at least in my experience, will get bumped out to the main menu. It says, hey, you can't mm-hmm. reconnect. Yeah, I've had that too. Yeah, and sometimes I can reconnect, but usually I just close the app, come back in, it's fixed. Totally. And you're immediately back in. Sometimes you're even still in the same party, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah. Um, but so that happens regularly, but that seems like server strain. Honestly, it's not very, it's not that cumbersome, so it's okay. Well, uh, my issue was my system would just totally crash in the middle of a game. Like it would crash at, at game start. Mm-hmm. It would crash uh, 15 seconds in. Sometimes it would crash 10 minutes into a game. And I'm just like, I, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Like we were probably on track to win this game and my whole, my whole thing just crashed. That sucks. <laughs> Dude, it sucked. It happened so many times. I mean, it happened dozens of times. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I played a ton of games. But mm-hmm. it just kept happening over and over. And I was like, man, I wish I didn't like this game so much because yeah. I want to just wait for mm-hmm. this to be fixed. But I looked online and no one else seemed to be having this problem. Mm-hmm. Anyone I talked to, they're like, yeah, I haven't heard of that. Was it just before. like crashing just like the entire like application, like just back to the PS4 menu? Oh, yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. So the whole the whole thing would crash and it would give me the error code that says basically reinitialize your whole system. Mm-hmm. So like start over. Yeah. Just, you know? just wipe your PS4. You know that'll work. Yeah, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, so I troubleshooted. I just couldn't figure this thing out. So... The other thing was uh, my voice chat didn't work. Mm-hmm. And so there's this functionality in the game that's great for accessibility. It says uh, transcribe voice chat to text chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that's awesome because, like, you know, if you don't have a mic plugged in or for any accessibility reason, uh, you want to be able to see what people are saying, but you can't hear them or mm. whatever. Um, that's great. So it was good for me because I was like, oh, even though I can't hear my teammates, they're text is popping up so i can tell that they can hear me yeah so we can go in because i'd be playing with my buddies i would go in and invite them to a playstation party and we'd be able to hear each other just fine that was an extra hurdle to jump it was kind of annoying but it worked um so i was like man i just i just cannot figure this thing out well finally a solution appeared online and it said hey you need to disable that voice Mm, to chat and it was funny because i left it on because my voice chat didn't work not realizing that my voice chat didn't work because I had it Oh my god, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I turned that off, and oh my gosh, I haven't had an error since. Mm -hmm. I've had the disconnects like everybody, but um, I'm just glad I figured out what the solution was. It it seemed really frustrating because I I did not share that at all, but I've also only played, you said dozens, I've probably played a dozen games, and like I haven't had any sort of crashes. Like there's been network instability, but I mean it came out a week ago. It's blowing yeah, up bigger than game... I think they expected. But yeah, you know, uh, I I never had any sort of like crashing problems with it that I've seen a couple of people mention. Nowhere near as many as bad as you. So mm-hmm. glad you got that figured out. Cause man, me that sounds too. frustrating as hell, dude. It was terrible. And then I knew that my teammates were stuck without an extra player. Right. Which honestly isn't as bad as it sounds, but mm. it's not great. Yeah. It's fun to play with two totally. people, especially if it's your friend who left, you're like, well, yep. All right. Uh, we're going to dive into the craziest <laughs> fight and probably die. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, some other stuff that really kind of grabbed me that I thought was interesting. Um, 
if you're because I've, I've played a fair amount of Fortnite and you've just got like the map the menu map of the island excuse me and it's just like all right cool well there, it doesn't really give you any info other than like oh hey this is this is a this is the name of the place I was going to name a place, but I can't think of one right now because I don't know why. The Slum Lakes or the Market. Yeah, you know. The it's, bridge. It's the thing. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's really cool that it's just like, you. it's got like your ship, like your planned trajectory, which is in pretty much all of them right now. And then it's got this like other ship that's flying by that you can like land on to get like extra high, a higher chance for high level loot, which it tells you. There's different zones that'll be like signified like, oh, if you hover over here, it'll be like, oh yeah, this one uh, for this game is going to have like a higher level loot base. So you send, you send to see more people kind of drop there as soon as possible to mm-hmm. get those better guns. But like, obviously everyone else will be there. Um, in addition to the loot, um, at least this is a thing for me, probably not for considering sales numbers most people who played this, but uh, a lot of the guns are just taken from Titanfall. So I already have that like fundamental understanding of like, all right, cool, the alternator is an SMG that shoots two bullets at once. The triple take is a sniper rifle that shoots three bullets at once. Dude, I love that weapon because it's I rad. don't have to be that accurate. The guns in Titanfall are fucking cool. Yeah. Um, like the Mastiff is just this like cool laser shotgun that shoots a horizontal spray Dude, that will fuck you up. When you like, find oh a legendary... God gun in yeah. there the the game i won earlier today that i actually you know was mm-hmm. competent in at the very end i mean we set up well i won't get into it mm-hmm. but uh at the very very end i found a random care package that dropped mm-hmm. into the map and it had the golden sniper rifle and i was just like oh, oh yeah and i missed every shot but <laughs> oh, of course every shot felt great oh, anyway great. man yeah. i mean you feel you feel like you're firing a cannon totally when totally. you find a thing and same with the mastiff the shotgun yeah. like Man, I mean, you feel like you're wielding, like, Thor's hammer when yeah. you use that I stuff. love that that gun is good in this game, because it kind of wasn't in Titanfall. Yeah. Uh, just because it, like, that spread, you have to, like, kind of set up your shots in a certain way. But um, I also really like the fact that if you are rolling with, like, a shotgun, and you pick up, like, a scope, and then, like, a stabilizer, and then, like, a stock for it, um, you hover over a gun, and it's like, oh, wait, well, this gun's better. And then it'll just be like, hey, cool, these... Uh, these attachments are just going to carry right over immediately if you swap your gun, so mm-hmm. you don't have to do any of that inventory management, yeah, which always turned me see... off to, like, PUBG and stuff oh, like that. for sure. And, and, like, if you have uh, a level 2 helmet and you mm-hmm. find a level 1 helmet, it'll be like, yo, we're not even going to let you pick this up because it's worse. Like, right, yeah, I think that's really, really smartly designed because, like, yeah, like, I tend to, like, whenever I would play, like, Borderlands or, like, Destiny even, I'd just be like, all right, this is shiny and on the ground, I'm going to take it. And mm-hmm. it just being like, hey, don't, don't do that. I think that's really smart. Um, I also really like that... Instead of, like, how Fortnite has, like, your emotes and, like, PUBG has, like, emotes now, too, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that they've kind of replaced that with just executions. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, are, of course, high risk, high reward. Exactly, yeah. Because um, if someone's downed but not dead, that mm-hmm. means one of their teammates is still alive. So while you're executing them, there's a chance that the enemy's going to roll up on you, just right, kill yeah. you and while just, you're... Like, interrupts, <laughs> and it interrupts it, and you're totally fine. Mm-hmm. But I... You, you might you might know this about me from listening to me for the past however long we've been doing this. I really like Titanfall 2. Yeah. Uh, and the animation team at Respawn uh, and their work on some of the executions are some of the coolest fucking things I have ever seen. Um, they did a cool job of, like, previously implementing, like, all of your, like, regular ordnance. So, like, you have a grappling hook in Titanfall 2, and, like, one of the executions is you, like, uppercut the other soldier, mm-hmm. and then, like, they're just floating in the air, and then you, like, shoot the grappling hook into their head and just slam them on the ground. It's fucking rad. So that's in Titanfall? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, cool, yeah, because oh, that's, like, yeah, Pathfinder. Exactly. Of course, looks like one of the robots from totally, Titanfall. Totally, totally, yeah. My boy Marvin. Pour some out. I love him. Um, 
yeah, like I think that doing that and like not just like obviously I know that that's very much leaning into their strengths as a studio and like their animations are just so fucking cool. But I think also people are just kind of getting a little tired of dances mm-hmm. and like doing those like kind of a weird emotes. So I think that's a neat way to kind of implement that into just the game itself. Cause you don't really, I don't think you get any like extra sort of experience for an execution. It's just about looking fucking cool. Uh, you get a tiny okay. event, yeah. but it's not, it's negligible. It's right. not worth okay. doing it, but it looks cool. It looks cool and as hell. I like get... that they're all first person from the point of view of the person that you're killing. Yeah, I like I that I think too. that's really cool. Oh, dude, I unlocked a legendary one for Caustic, mm-hmm. the toxic dude. Um, before I even unlocked him as a character that I could play, uh, he leans over and kind of like the uh, jo- the Joker in Batman would like mm. squeeze his, uh, the flower and it would spray out poison. Mm-hmm. He leans down and like squeezes his grenade and just, Oh my God. And it's just like, Oh, that's brutal. Dude. That rules. I love that. <laughs> it's metal. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and then that dude is such a villain. Like I, I like that similar to overwatch. There's not, you know, the, the characters seem to have this vibe. They've got a personality that's really mm-hmm. fleshed out with, quips and yeah. uh, just little small remarks. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the one guy who's full of himself. He's a pretty boy. Yeah. You've got Caustic, who's this obviously villain who's just obsessed with death. And he, I mean, he's a straight up mad scientist. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Wraith, who's like your cool sci-fi goth chick. Yeah. You know, that's an oversimplification. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so on and so forth. Even even like the soldier. Honestly, there's great representation in this game. Totally, totally. Uh, I, 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 would I would say the most played character is the woman, Bandalore. I would, I would, I would probably agree with you. Um, I I know a lot of every every match I've played, she's been picked. Um, yeah, she's more a than lifeline, which is a bummer. But I mean, if you if you but play well, both, in your, and both of like, those characters are yeah. black women out of a roster of eight. Totally, that's there's, awesome. There's something to be said about the fact that you have to wait to unlock the only white male in the game right now. That's I think funny. That's kind I of didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, uh, Bloodhound, he's all covered. I mean, you can tell. I think Bloodhound is actually voiced by a woman. I could be wrong about that. Really? Yeah, I think Bloodhound might be like a female character, which is cool. I could be completely wrong. I'm going to look that up all right. while we talk about it. Well, that's funny. That That is funny. Um, yeah, so there's there's cool stuff with the characters going on. Um, anyway, uh, this game does a ton of stuff really well. Uh, the, the takeaway from this podcast, I, I want to be that Respawn, they released a free game that's amazing, that is just the best parts of a lot of other genres. It and is a it, woman, by the way. Oh, nice. Brown. Yeah, that's super cool. cool. Super cool. And you that. totally can't tell just by listening to it. No. Yeah, it's rad. That is rad. Mm. Uh, so the game does a lot of stuff right. I mean, some people, this, they're going to play it, realize it's not for them, and that's cool, because yeah. that's how I bounced off a lot of games like mm-hmm. this. I've never been excited about mm-hmm. a Battle Royale game before. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do so many things that aren't just the shooting that are great that, that you can see, you know, they've taken things from other genres, but putting them together in certain ways has made, you know, the sum is greater than its parts. Mm. And I, I think this is a great step forward. I, I love that it's free. So it's very accessible. Mm. This feels like the most accessible multiplayer game I've ever played ever. Yeah. Because no, I would probably agree with you. Like, I think one of the reasons Battle Royale, the genre of battle royale is so successful is you drop out of a plane, a circle gets smaller and you have to stay inside of it. Mm-hmm. Last man, you know, last man standing yeah. wins. Those are simple rules. You don't have to worry about uh King of the Hill, like, or explaining how team deathmatch works. And mm-hmm. you can't just camp to do this stuff. Like, All right. So you pick up this skull in the <laughs> middle of the map. 
Mm -hmm. uh, but you can also beat people with it. Um, but you need to take it back to your base. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Stand on it for 10 <laughs> seconds to return it to yes, the other side. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, it does a lot of things right. And I think it's also a smart move because seeing Titanfall one seemed like a good game. Mm -hmm. Titanfall two, I think seemed like a great game and it added a multiplayer, which Spoiler the first alert. game never had. It is. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I feel spoiled. Yeah. You. Uh, it, it, it seemed great, but every, you know, Call of Duty and Battlefield ate its lunch. Mm -hmm. It just, I, I, other people didn't see what I saw, I guess, and the sales didn't, you know, didn't reflect the quality of the game, in my yeah. opinion. So for them, people were worried, oh, Apex uh, Legends is coming out. Well, actually, nobody knew that because there's a surprise release. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, leaked a little bit, which I think the leaks actually did that game a huge disservice because, like, um, the... I was listening to uh, Giant Bomb's coverage on, like, the preview event, and they were talking about just, like, okay, well, uh, like, media was here, and then tomorrow we're bringing in influencers, and a couple of them were just like, all right, so we need to be prepared for this thing to leak, like, tomorrow. Because, <laughs> like, influencers are... Not they, right. not all of them are going to have, like, the same kind of... Ethics, this sounds basically. bad, but, like, integrity as, like, a journalist who is, like, being paid by, like, a publication to, like, go out and cover this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they're just doing... Well, it's the same as mom-and-pop yeah. game stores. Right, It's right. like, oh, well, they broke Street yeah. Date because, like, they can, yeah. and sometimes that's how they get by. Yeah, totally. You know, that's, like, the thing. Mm -hmm. Leaks leaks bring attention. Like, mm -hmm. totally. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see... I'm really excited that, A, people are paying attention to Respawn, because I would honestly say, at least from my opinion, that they are probably the best first-person shooter developer out there right now. Um, I, I, I don't think I'd fight with you. Yeah, no. It's, Overwatch feels like it's gotten stagnant. Mm -hmm. I, I feel, I feel like Apex has sucked the oxygen out of the room for maybe not all these other games because a lot of people don't care about this. Right. Even though it has a jillion people playing it. Mm -hmm. uh, but like for Overwatch, I mean that I found that community to be dwindling. Mm -hmm. um, and the quality's not going up. Mm -hmm. You know, so the quantity's going down. The yeah, quality. I feel, I feel like with Overwatch uh, lately, it's been like, all right. Uh, here's your yearly hero. Mm -hmm. Have fun. Yeah. Right. You know. There's just not enough new stuff, so mm -hmm. I especially can't get new people to join me. Oh, check out this game. Yeah. Oh, how long have you played it? Oh, like a thousand hours? Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm uh, sure going to have fun with that. No, I'm not yeah. going to do that. I'm going to do anything else. Mm -hmm. I think I think it is really cool, though, that they're like getting attention that at least I think that they absolutely deserve, because all of their stuff is super well-polished. It's all... It feels just fucking great. Um... I know one of the things I mentioned about Titanfall 2, um, not on this show, but to a bunch of people when I'm trying to get them to fucking play it, is, and I think they nail it with Apex Legends as well, is it absolutely just feels like you are playing as an action hero movie star. Or, yeah. And, like, you just, it just kind of has that cool kind of vibe to it. And I think they absolutely nail that kind of presentation. And uh, I, I know there's a lot of people who are pretty upset about the fact that I guess it has come out since this game launched that uh, Titanfall 3 was in development and then it just kind of shifted into this, but I'm kind of all right with that. Um, they, said well, that they said that they're like, hey, we're not working on Titanfall 3 right now. Like, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you guys do whatever just, you like, want. Yesterday or two days ago, say, yes, we officially are. They said, I think the phrase was like, we have more Titanfall like content or like something right. planned for this year. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's going to be like an Apex tie in or something. Um, but I, Honestly, they said I, it, they, I mean, it'd be kind of cool if they did, to be honest. Because like, cool. I wish there was a second overwatch game that just had the world but mm -hmm. wasn't overwatch yeah if, if if overwatch put in like a campaign or like just like single player stuff that you could do i would be all about that but totally um 
yeah, I, I'm really interested to see what Respawn does next. I know that things are going to get a little weird because I know that this is kind of blown up way bigger than I think they even kind of expected. I know, I know that they knew that they had a hit on their hands, but I don't think they knew this much. Well, you know, look, look at what uh, the team at Fortnite mm-hmm. has, you know, from top to bottom, those, the whole crew, everyone involved in that from the start realized they had a good thing and they always stayed one step ahead of it. Mm-hmm. Like once they realized what this thing was, they, they made smart decisions to grow it. I mean, it, it went from, uh, oh, this is just a bonus mode in our game to, oh, this is, this is very popular. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to do cosmetic stuff. We can do dances. And now it's become a zeitgeist where, mm-hmm. I mean, the kids are going to be talking about this game forever. They still are. No, I mean, I'm talking decades. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're going to be 30 years old yeah. and, and everyone's going to know about the Fortnite. The whole like Fortnite phenomenon is reminding me of being like five when Pokemon hit. Yeah. Like, man, like, I'm huge. And I'm it's still fun because obsessed everyone like, at school, you go to school and everybody just knows about your game. Right. It's like talking about Zelda. It's, I remember it's in kinda, second grade. It's kind of really cool. It's cool. Yeah. I wish I liked the game, but yeah, it's you know. cool to see people bond over that because that's my favorite part about gaming is to mm. be able to share that experience Absolutely. even if even if you're not playing together. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think that stuff's great. Um, you know, then Fortnite took it an, another step further and basically created the EA, um, the what is it the uh what's their store called uh the like the v bucks is that what you're talking about no i mean they uh oh the epic game store epic game store that's yeah uh i'm really forgetting the biggest names (laughs) (laughs) most important names um they now have the epic store which would not have happened right without fortnite so so now epic games is taking on steam Mm -hmm. and now other uh other content creators so discord we've talked about in the past mm-hmm. um they're coming out with their own store too mm-hmm. and and um all these stores are out but yeah yeah so well so they are trying to compete where before steam was the end-all be-all like you could have stuff like humble bundle mm-hmm. but humble bundle was no steam yeah, gog was just like all right you can play dungeon keeper uh and some other old stuff like that's not really for me personally but like that's absolutely like game, game preservation is super important like you should be able to like still get those old games, but yeah, I, I I think they were kind of a niche thing until a little bit more recently. Yeah. So with with the growth of like Fortnite into the behemoth, I mean, Marshmallow just had yeah. an online concert with over 10 million people yeah. avatars in attendance. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Yeah. Like that's a really funny weird thing, it's and that's dope. Cool. Like, yeah. That's and you know so all these kids got to go to a concert in mm-hmm. a comfortable environment. For the first time ever. I mean, that's the first time anything like that has ever happened on that scale. Mm-hmm. There have been music ventures uh, where video, music and video games have crossed in the past, mm-hmm. but nothing of this scale. Yeah. And um, really, it's I, I just find it amazing to see the positive direction that this whole this gaming tidal wave has gone in. I mean, again, I wish I liked Fortnite the game, right? right. But uh, it's brought with it a lot of things that are potentially constructive mm-hmm. like flossing very important dance <laughs> um but you know what's goofy is seeing all these kids floss is making them comfortable dancing around each other i mean given you'll have kids in like middle school and uh high school doing so, like moonwalking so and stuff, i'm, I'm but... gonna tell you about probably the single greatest thing that i've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> all right um this has nothing to do with video games except there was flossing involved but i'm gonna say it on this podcast anyway all right so, uh, whenever the Foo Fighters came through Kansas City last time, I went to go see it. Great show. Love the Foo Fighters. I look like Dave Grohl. Win-win for me. Um, so, it was like getting close to the end of the set. Just 
going at it for like this, like they were playing for like two and a half hours. Like they were just going in and they were playing, I think Everlong it was like, I think a big encore. Cause you know, Everlong is like the song most people know by them. Mm-hmm. And it was just getting crazy. Like, the entire like sprint center was just lit up. There were a ton of people just all singing and screaming and it was great. And I look over to my left and there's this 10 year old in the aisle just flossing at fucking light speed. (laughs) It was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. I think probably one of the best moments of my entire life. If I put it on the list, maybe top 10. You're like that kid. I'm just like, yeah, you know what? Fuck yeah, little man. Like you are getting it right now. And I am into this. Just the whole environment just all clicked. And I'm just like, you know, Life's pretty fucking good. Yeah. You know? Hell yeah. You know, I, I went, I've never been into wrestling. I've never understood it. Mm-hmm. You know, WWE, any of that stuff. Uh, until, until I listened to a bunch of the Giant Bomb family talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Like when I was younger, I was like, people know this isn't real, yeah. right? I'm, and as I'm an adult, I'm like, same oh, duh. Yeah. Well, of course, nobody thinks this is real. Yeah. Like, but it's a, it's Who entertainment. Cares, right? It's yeah. fucking fun. But, like, my company, I wouldn't have gone, honestly, I still wouldn't have gone to this if I had to pay for it myself. Now I would. I'd mm-hmm. pay to go again. Mm-hmm. But our company, my, where I work, uh, took us, took a bunch of us to rest, no, not WrestleMania. SmackDown. Wow. SmackDown. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah, SmackDown at the Sprint Center. And, um, dude, that was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, it, my, my girlfriend and I both were just like, yeah. We, honestly, we were around a bunch of people, uh, our age and older who were mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I mean, this is, this is fun. Yeah. You know, and Lizzie and I were just like, I mean, yeah. we're cheering. I mean, but what we liked is in front of us, there was this dad with, with probably his kid or two, mm-hmm. and, but a whole bunch of boys, mm-hmm. just a whole bunch of little, I know, I mean, well, I'm bad with ages, but just little boys. And they were having the time of their life. Like, I couldn't believe, I didn't realize how family friendly the whole thing was. Mm-hmm. Um, so to see this dad here with his four kids who are just in half it. I mean, mm-hmm. these kids were so hyped. They were so excited to be involved in all this stuff. It's like, man, this, this is pretty cool. So, like, seeing that stuff, uh, you know, seeing how somebody's flossing at the yeah. Foo Fighters, oh, God, it it's like, you know incredible. what? It's cool that, <laughs> you know, bring it in, bring it yeah. in. I, I just love just also kind of, well, it kind of has something to do with gaming, but I also, I just absolutely fucking love just ridiculous over-the-top, like, just stupid bullshit. And, like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, wrestling over the past, like, year and a half has, like, finally started to appeal to me. And be like, all right, I'm into this. This is stupid. Let's go. Yeah. You know? like I'm ready yeah. for this now. Yeah. Like, a couple years ago, if you told me that I would think that, like, okay, well, this person hit this person with a chair, I'd be like, all right, that hurt, you know? Yeah, that, cool. that probably looks painful. But now I'm just like, yeah. Get him with the chair! <laughs> yeah, let's go, you know? Yeah, so, sorry, I just, like, <laughs> shouted straight at the mic. Yeah, uh, rip headphone users. Yeah, um... I love that stuff. So yeah. all of this makes me want, like, I hope that whatever Titanfall turns into or whatever Apex turns into, because mm-hmm. it seems like they have a lot of room yeah. to grow. Um, I really, it's a free game. You know, Fortnite is one of the most profitable games in the world, and it's totally. free, it or at least it was for a long time. Stupid amounts of money last year. Yeah, and it and it's free. Yeah. I, I think. It's funny, for as big as Fortnite is, I don't pay attention, so, like, crucial things like, does it cost money? Mm-hmm. I forgot. <laughs> Um, but I know that at least for a long time it was free. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for it to be that profitable yeah. as it's a still free, free product, by the way, that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so remarkable to me. And I just love the idea of mm-hmm. that being a thing where it's like, I either number one, like this enough to support you. Honestly, I'll probably go pay some money for Apex just cause 
Yeah, no, I, they, I, know, I know they're, they're planning on, they said season one, like, because they're doing the battle pass system as well. Uh, they were just kind of holding that off for like, hey, we want to get people in, just play the damn game, which mm-hmm. I respect. Uh, but there's like, yeah, season one is in March. Just we'll have stuff to show off then. And I think there's going to be some really cool, like cosmetic and stuff. Or if they cool. even have like heroes as part of the battle pass, I think they'll be oh, legends because they are like, they're not heroes. They don't call them heroes. People get confused. Yeah. I, I think uh, there'll be some really cool opportunities for neat stuff like that. And I'm excited to see Respawn kind of grow from this because there's absolutely no way they won't. And it's really I wild. I hope they that fill their coffers and are able to fund anything they want. It is absolutely wild that we're talking about this and the game has been out for literally like a week and change. Yeah. And I, I know that they're working on some sort of, they got some funding for a VR project, which who knows what happens. I don't think it's a Titanfall thing because they said it wasn't. Um, they're also doing that uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing a Star Wars game at the end of the year, which is coming out this fall, which will be cool. Um, which hasn't been canceled yet. Star Wars game that's going to come out. That's weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, after that, like I don't, I, I'm excited to see what they do. I'm excited to see that studio grow because I genuinely love their work and I'm really excited to see people pay attention to them and the fact that they just have an absolute, just huge fucking winner on their hands. Yeah. It is quite literally a game changer. It, it is. It honestly is. And I don't, it's not doing, it's not doing too much that's revolutionary. It's just doing what's already out there just way better than anyone else, I feel. Yeah, it smoothed it out. And to be honest, uh, I thought everyone was having those issues with mm-hmm. crashes and stuff. And I was like, man, so this, because I usually don't play big games when they first come out. Right. Also, most of the big games that come out are AAA titles that cost 60 bucks. Yep. So that's a big reason. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I read about stuff. It's like, oh, the game just came out still a month ago and it's buggy as hell because their servers are unstable. And, uh, you know, so I usually read that about that online, but I don't experience it. So when I saw those crashes, I was like, oh, so this is how yeah. a release goes. <laughs> but it turned out like, yeah, technically this is a problem related to the release because yeah. there's a bug with this I saw recently thing, there's also but... like another, it might be a bug. I don't know for sure, but like, uh, you like are in like slow motion for like the first part of a match, but like as people die, it like, gets you back oh, up to really? normal speed. Yeah. Like a few people have been reporting that. I don't know on like what platforms or whatever, but I have this problem where my controllers are broken because I've had them for a while and it sucks. I, I don't, but I don't, know I, if that I, don't I don't think they can patch that one in. <laughs> well, so. send me a free controller. <laughs> What, what if Come I... Come on, Respawn, please. Right. We'll say whatever you want. Just do it. I'm not above bribery. Yes, I am. That's terrible. Uh, so, you know what? Let's take uh, let's take a teeny tiny break and uh, come right back before we wrap things up. Sounds great. Hey there. I'm Batman. And I wanted to tell you about my friends at the Screen Heroes Podcast. They deliver sweet justice in the form of discussing movies, television, and me. They love my movies. Every single one of them. Yes, even that one. Sometimes they even have me on as a guest, which is thrilling. You can find them at twitch.tv slash heroes podcasts. Live on Tuesdays at 9pm Eastern Gotham time. If you can't tune in live, the new shows go up on places like Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Gotham Radio, Demoscura Live, and Blog Talk Radio. Now, back to your regularly scheduled Batcast. All right. Hey. So let's wrap this up. So uh, best case scenario, all the success that mm. um, Apex has already in the week that it's been out. Um, 
what would you like to see from it or from Respawn besides the mm. obvious stuff? Like, yeah, l- let's hope Titanfall 3 comes out and it's great. Yeah. But beyond that, you yeah. know, if if this hits that critical threshold that Fortnite's hit, mm-hmm. you know, a year from now, mm-hmm. what do you hope to see? And so, this actually doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be from Respawn. This yeah. could be something that another game does yeah. because of the successes. So I'm going to stick with Respawn just because that's where my mind went just immediately. Um, first of all, I... I do you think we'll eventually see Titanfall 3? I think it is a ways further out than it was, for sure. But mm-hmm. I'm super happy for them to take their time, do whatever they need. They have absolutely earned my trust at this point. But uh, from Apex Legends, um, I know that game is set in the Titanfall universe. I think um, they have the opportunity with some cool cosmetics or maybe even some like just straight-up like legends that you can unlock from like the Titanfall universe. I saw like a fan mock-up on, I think, the Apex Legends subreddit of the main character from the Titanfall 2 campaign. And, hmm. like, one of his passives could be wall-running, but he only does it for, like, a certain amount of time, or, like, he gets yeah, a double cool. jump or something like that. Um, I think that stuff would be neat. Um, I would like to see Titans, because I like big fucking mechs, but I also don't really know right now how that would be able to be implemented. Yeah, Just uh, yeah, I thought about that a lot, Yeah, because you want to feel super powerful in that mech, but also, like, it puts a giant like just a target on your back but also like, and it takes away from that quiet tension that exactly you get. yeah i think it would i think they would have to do some sort of other game mode but also they totally don't have to do titans um right. it is not called titanfall it is called apex legends it is its own thing and i think that's great that they're leaning into that and mm-hmm. not trying to shoehorn what up until now people have thought of like their studio staple is just cool mechs with cool guns right um i think just like leaning into that universe or like hey well like here is like Oh well, you can get like your uh, like your characters like dressed up in armor, like a like a like an IMC or a Frontier pilot, or uh, like oh you can like be or you can have voice lines that are similar to like the six four or something like that. I think that would be cool. Obviously, you don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means. It's a it's a faction of pilots in Titanfall. Anyway, um, yeah, I I think that uh, just kind of expanding that universe and building that out. I think adding some similar stuff to like the lore of those legends would be neat. I would like to see that a lot mm, more. Lore of Legends. That would be the next game. Because <laughs> um, I know recently a uh, couple of the characters, they've said, hey, they're LGBTQ. I'm like, cool, mm-hmm. great, awesome. Uh, I'd love to see more of that fleshed out. Um, I, saw, I saw a hard time. I, I saw some sort of satire mm-hmm. article, and it was like, uh, at the end of, you know, Apex Legends is a, what is it? It's like... Um, a champion of diversity because at the end it announces who was gay the whole time. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. You know, something, something I haven't said on Mike uh, that mm-hmm. I like about that is the spectacle of it. It feels like you are an action hero. Right. It feels mm-hmm. like Battle Royale, like the movie Battle Royale. Totally. Or even the Hunger Games because uh, everything is announced in game over loudspeakers. Yeah, yeah. And you've got these banners. The banners are so fucking cool. They're all over the map and they change based on who's in the lead. Or so, who, like, one last game if they're still alive. And mm-hmm. it shows you, like, a reward for how much experience you get for yeah, killing like them. Yeah, like a bounty. so cool. Yeah. So I love I love that presentation of all that because mm-hmm. it really, especially when you're on headphones and stuff, like, you can even hear where the speakers are. They're where the big banners are and stuff. And mm-hmm. so when something changes, like, oh, the kill leader has changed or the champion has been killed, like, that stuff feels like you're really in, you know, there's a clock ticking down. Yeah, it's like, feel like Hunger Games-esque. You know, mm-hmm. like, it, it, it's it's totally, like, leaning into that game show thing, which I think is cool. Yeah. Um, what what kind of stuff would you want to see? Um. So, I let me start first. Okay. I think, uh, you know, Apex Legends is another hero game. 
Mm-hmm. We've had games like Call of Duty that have classes that you can pick, mm-hmm. but they aren't heroes. Yeah, and names. to me, this feels more similar to that because like everybody plays the exact, like, everybody like handles and like runs and shoots the exact same way. It's just you have these added on things which are cool. But yeah. Anyway, and so you've got um, characters with different personalities, but also they have different abilities, um, and they don't really interact with each other in specific ways the way that like Overwatch characters do where they'll have little quips to tell you about their backstory mm-hmm. but uh, they have banners there's Bloodhound who has that crow yeah. who, who, you know he's a tracker and he uses the crow well Caustic has a banner where the crow is dead he poisoned oh, it oh really yeah and, oh, and the cool. banner's called Nevermore wow and rad. I saw that I'm that's like oh, that's cool and so there are a bunch of similar ones where the banners on one character will be one way and on another it's clearly a play on mm-hmm. the other person so they don't interact in game but uh, the way that those little things happen is just an extra fun little way to flesh that yeah, stuff yeah. out. Give a character. But uh, what I'm getting at is we have, I think that all of the rise of these hero shooters and hero games, um, you know, Dota's been around for a long, long time, but uh, most of the stuff that's come after it, like post League of Legends, I would say, these rosters, these massive rosters, they just get bigger and bigger. Sometimes they're original IP like Overwatch original characters, or uh, they're like Smash, where it's like, hey, we brought everybody from your favorite games. Mm. Um, this all seems to be hand-in-hand hand with the Avengers series. Mm-hmm. In the past 10 years, everybody's like, oh, shit, let's get a cool roster with cool people, and they're going to do cool things. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely an appeal to that. Uh, but at a certain point, it's like, well, you know, this Smash has like... 75 now. 75? Yeah. I was going to say like 64 added. or something. Yeah, no, it's 75. That's it's a, a lot, lot of yep. characters. <laughs> And then, you know, Overwatch has a bunch, but they aren't releasing that often. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of these hero games, I mean, Smite and stuff has, like, gods and, and mm-hmm. a lot of, like, mythical, you know, legends, as it were. Right. Um, but, yeah, they just have these massive rosters, and it's, like, at a certain point, I mean, the games keep growing, and people keep playing them, and they keep liking them, so mm-hmm. power to them. But at a certain point, it's like, when is this ever going to slow down, and do we just keep getting bigger? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, what, in 10 more years, is the next Avengers movie going to have... A hundred heroes in it? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it kind of begs the question of, like, you know, where are we now? And based on this trajectory, like, what will this look like? Like, will people get tired of this kind of hero stuff? Um, So what I would like, it's what I always wanted from Overwatch. I'd really like a side game or something. I don't need it to be the same game, Mm because honestly... uh, Like, today I watched one of the League of Legends cinematic trailers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in, in the first one they make... Actually, in both of them, you've got these heroes that are, like, normal human-sized, and then you've got a character that's just titanic. Mm-hmm. In the first one, there's this character named Nautilus who looks like uh, a, a... What is he? A, uh, he looks like he has an old submarine diving suit. Okay. You know, like a big daddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got a huge anchor. Well, in the game, he's, he's big, but he's kind of about the same size as a lot of the other characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the trailer, he's, like, 30 feet tall. Yeah. You know, fighting this human that's like six feet tall, and so that stuff's funny because it's like, oh right, this because this is how the characters are, how they are in theory. This how they're supposed to be represented, but in the game, that's not how it is, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Uh, I think if they took Overwatch as it exists right now and tried to make some sort of single player game, uh, it would be weird because it would be, it would be weird. You're like, oh, what are you gonna have a campaign with Zarya? Mm-hmm. But how are you gonna say? You know, it's like uh, when Doomfist was released there was this in-game thing leading up to his release where he stole the Doomfist gauntlet and he punched all of these Orisa robots into the wall and there's a crater that's like 
15 feet wide, mm-hmm. you know, but then he's released. And when he punches the same punch that he supposedly did in the cool looking scene, uh, you know, it's four feet wide. Right. And so it's like, okay, I mean, yeah, ah, you, you took know, some liberties you here. You spend a little disbelief. Right. But. So I would like a game that like kind of runs through that stuff. I don't need it to be one-to-one because I don't, you know, I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, these characters are interesting. The world they've built is interesting. Um, you know, the movie, the book, the Hunger Games is interesting outside of mm-hmm. the Hunger Games. It's not just about a battle to the death. It's the stuff that yeah, surrounds it. That's, and if you read the books, like that's like a good portion of it, but there's still the rest of the books, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, it's, a, it's political intrigue basically. Right. And you care about these characters. Right. Like you're, mm-hmm. you see somebody and you're like, Oh, you guys are going to have to fight each other. Mm-hmm. Like what if you have to kill each other? Yeah. And interesting things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of this is, uh, is a question of, I wonder where this stuff will end up. Will we see some sort of single player or at least story yeah. driven? I'd, I'd be interested thing? to see them try Even that again. Like factions or yeah, something. I'd be interested to see that try that again because uh, the original Titanfall was just multiplayer and like mm-hmm. the quote campaign levels were actually just like you fight the other team, but they're actual players. And it's like, you basically play through a battlefield. It's like a quote multiplayer campaign. Mm-hmm. is what they called it, which was neat. I know a lot of people had some kind of weird issues with it, but they just wanted to just regularly play. But I think, I think it was cool. And I think that they could definitely do or try something like that again, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I'm excited for that. Um, I, I cannot get over how much I like this ping system. Yeah. I would love to see more of that stuff because I just, I hate the idea that people can come to this thing that I love mm-hmm. and just have such a miserable experience because of other people online. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything that eases that I think is fantastic. Um, you know, a game that doesn't make you feel bad. Like this, I think this is the first shooter ever, like since I've been a halfway adult, a teenager, you know, that losing in a shooter didn't make me angry. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh man, I wish I had done, you know, if I keep, I keep, you run faster if you put your weapons away. Yeah. Well, I keep pulling my weapon out, but I pull mm. the wrong one out. Ooh, yeah. So I'm like, oh, this isn't my shotgun. <laughs> this is my sniper rifle. And I just get destroyed. And yeah. so it clearly was my fault. And I let my team down because I did something risky and then totally blew it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that stuff kind of stinks, but that's totally on me. Yeah. I should have just been a team player instead of, you know, trying to be right, a cool action right, guy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it, it, losing that game doesn't feel bad. Like losing in Halo feels mm-hmm. and losing in Call of Duty and in an Overwatch, like in those games, you either succeed or you win or you die. <laughs> and really it, it is hard to recommend a shooter to someone who is not good at shooters. Right. Cause you know, especially like women, I know mm-hmm. the last thing I'm going to recommend to them, it, it, women who don't play games, right. I should be more specific. Yeah. Um, you know, the casual experience that might get them into, like, Lizzie plays a bunch of games now, mm-hmm. but she's still not interested in playing a multiplayer shooter, and I don't blame her at all. Mm-hmm. But that opinion has nothing to do with harassment or anything. A lot of them just have, like, a high barrier of entry, and that's true of, like, even if they're, like, just, like, my parents do not play games at all. Like, right. And, like, uh, I've got friends who just don't play games. They're just, like, their extent of knowing what games are is calling everything a Nintendo or a Fortnite. Yep. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So, I, that makes sense. But, yeah, like, like competitive shooters like this have always had just really high barriers of high, yeah, higher barriers of entry than a lot of your typical stuff because there's just so much to keep track of. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people who 
like just moving around obviously we're playing on ps4 but like moving around with the left stick to move and the right stick to look around just does not come naturally to them right mm-hmm. yeah that's something i always take for granted right but you put a controller in somebody's yeah. hand it's like Wee. it's it's hard to realize how complex what you're doing is when you haven't been doing this for like 20 years so yeah yeah look to the left no don't walk to no i right. said oh you're dead i've watched my mom try to play call of duty it's oh geez. it's a time no it's, doubt it's a time <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, the very exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. I am just very happy with it, and I can't wait to go play some more of it yeah, right now. I'm, I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm being down on Kingdom Hearts, because I'm totally not. I'm, I'm really enjoying my time with that, and I'm probably going to write a review for the site, whenever the GGKC site, whenever I'm done with that. But uh, yeah, like I just really want to be like, all right, cool. I can just sit down and just play Apex until way too fucking late and then just hate myself at work tomorrow that's the true i stayed up that so is the late true last gamer night. experience yeah i finally got that w and i was like you know yeah. what for the first time ever i'm actually not gonna play one more <laughs> i was like, like i'm, I'm actually here. gonna turn this good. off yeah. <laughs> yeah. so cool all right yeah. well uh yeah i have no idea what we'll be talking about next because this one sure jumped out of nowhere yeah that's all i can think about uh if anybody uh has a something that's gonna come out uh, about Eight hours ago, uh, let me know. That'd be cool. I could go for another surprise like this. This was yeah, right. pretty welcome because, man, this first part of the year is getting fucking stacked real quick. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I still gonna play Resident Evil. Yeah, uh, that's one. I I might put together some sort of special night where I know Lizzie is never ever going to play that. She does not like spooky stuff in general, mm-hmm. and a video game. Whew, that's the spookiest of them all. Yeah. So that's not gonna happen. But I would love to be. I would love to make a night. How long is that game? Do you know? Uh, I, I don't. I, I, would I, have, give you I a have number, no idea. I don't even have wrong. a ballpark. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a game I'd like to play like the the way I saw Resident Evil 4 for the first time, mm. where that was the first game I ever was content watching mm. instead of playing. Um, I would love to find an opportunity to get a crew together to really hand off the controller like we used to. Totally, totally. Um, you know, because there is no substitute for being in the same room, ne- you know, on the couch next to each other for mm. that kind of stuff. Uh, so yeah, I'd, I'd like to get a hold of that because there, there's just a lot going on. I, I still am not interested in Kingdom Hearts, but after watching some gameplay and hearing Josh talk about it last time, mm-hmm. I definitely understand why people like that game. Whereas two weeks ago, I did not. Or, yeah. yeah, I, I, we should probably stop talking about Kingdom Hearts because I will talk for <laughs> a while about it. All right, on what I like and don't beat like, the whole so. thing. Uh, <laughs> I gotta work tomorrow, Secret dude. Secret ending, you gotta get it. Oh, Look, Jesus. I, I think okay. I can hear a cough in your voice. Do you have a tickle in your throat? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, boss, if you're listening, stop listening. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right, well, Cam, thanks for joining me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Hopefully you'll be around next week. Yeah. I'm excited to see what's on the horizon. Yeah, me too. All right. Have a good week, everybody, and thanks for listening to the Gamer Heroes Podcast. Go team. Gamer Heroes is part of the Heroes Podcast Network and hosted by GGKC. You can find our episodes at heroespodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, and tons of other podcast apps. Follow us online at GamerHeroesPod and at GG underscore Kansas underscore City on Twitter or at Heroes Podcasts on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. You can also find us on GGKC Facebook page and our website gg-kc.com. To all you gamers out there, play nice, play well, and play again. See you next week.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.